Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Constitution Day weekend. Anyone notice anyone even celebrate? What is the Constitution? It gets in the way, that pesty thing. We'll talk about that hopefully this hour. T-Mac attacks a local sheriff. I mean, attacks. Wait, wait till you hear this. It's, uh, it's quite interesting how it all panned out. And the governor's debate exposed real differences. What is calling for more force? That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended. And on this Constitutional Day weekend, boy, those founding fathers would be a little shocked to what's happening in our country. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is uh, is doing much better, although he is not here, sitting across from me, sometimes to my left. Richard Lee is out of the hospital. He is in rehab, and he is uh, in great spirits. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for reaching out to him at Richard at com. Richard at com. Thank you so much for uh, wanting the two-headed talk show back in and, and the chairs, and that will happen very soon, and then we'll return to the um, the way it used to be, which was a whole lot more fun. All right, we are uh, up and running here, and I'm in a weird mood. I, I, I can't explain my mood. I'm like, I'm, I'm upset, I'm, I'm giddy, i am uh, got my Diet Mountain Dew and my Monster Drink, which is the first time I've ever combined the two, and quite frankly, I'm not sure I can handle it. My heart is pounding out of my chest. <laughs> All right, coming up in the show, uh, my son and my daughter, both, one in college, one in high school, had an interesting COVID experience. COVID tracking, COVID near them, and what the schools did was uh, is preposterous, and we'll get to share that with you coming up in the show. And 87,000 new IRS agents will descend upon the country at a cost of $80 billion to find I guess $80 billion. So it's going to cost us $80 billion to hire 87,000 IRS agents, empower them like never before to look at your checking account for every dollar that's over 600 When the people fear the government, it's called tyranny. When the government fears the people, it's called liberty. I'm going to tell you something. 87,000 new IRS agents is about as far from liberty as you can be. That's Biden's new tax plan. We'll talk about that coming up in the show. But first, something that is very critical to the cause of freedom and liberty right here in the home of freedom and liberty, the home of George Mason's, uh, Thomas Jefferson's, George Washington's, who were the very epitome of America. To see on stage last week, Glenn Youngkin and Terry McAuliffe, who, quite frankly, I'm a, by the way, I'm a huge fan of debates. I, I love debates. I love debates because I think ideas can be shared there. It turns out no debate recently has been one of extreme conservatism versus liberalism. It never is. It's always, he did this. He spent money on that. I mean, it's never about true issues. This one was no different, although there were sparks of it that I liked. But I guess the reason I like debates so much is because I like to know what I would do in the situation. I always put myself in like the position of Glenn Youngkin if I had the debate Terry McAuliffe, which by the way, I would absolutely love it. I think I could debate Terry McAuliffe uh, with one hand tied behind my back as it, as it were. 
Seriously, I think I could walk in right now and debate Terry without any prep at all because everything he said in the debates, I had I was screaming at the TV with an answer. Of course, Glenn Youngkin is a much better man than me, much more calm, cool, collected, much more rational. I would have ripped Terry's head off and kicked it around the room, especially with some of the things he was saying. The, the debate, I wish, could have been more substantive, and, Ter- and Glenn Youngkin could have been more conservative and showing the differences between the two, but there were great differences shown. The debate also was very annoying. It was annoying because not a single candidate on that stage could even finish a sentence without the, the, the uh, moderators interrupting them. Time's up, time's up, time's up, time. They can't just say one word, time, and then let the person finish the sentence? It was incredibly annoying. I don't know why these people felt like they had to do that. All they do is say time's up and leave it at that. If they kept going, then you could do it again, but it wasn't like that, and you'll find out as we get through the clips here, but extremely annoying in that regard. So a fan of debates, none of them ever turn out like I want. In fact, I'll remember Trump and Hillary debating, and I remember how much I hate those debates. I wanted so bad to Trump for Trump to articulate a conservative principle. He never did. Not one time did he articulate a conservative principle. No, he told you conservative things he would do, but he never articulated why or the Constitution allowed or didn't allow. There was never, I can't remember the last time I saw a real debate on real issues versus conservatism versus liberalism and, and describing the two differences. That's on the side of the Republicans. That's our job to show these radical differences. I think that difference showed up last week during the debate. And I think it showed up in this one question. And this is where I got to see TMAC's true heart. There's nothing that government can't do for you. And the difference is, is so obvious in this clip because it talks about what a governor thinks he should do to employers and employees. Here it is. First of all, you know, Glenn always likes to bash the folks out there every day trying to make a living. <laughs> Hang on a second. Glenn, wait, Glenn Youngkin's trashing those making a living? What? Show me that. Show me where Glenn Youngkin's going, I hate working people. And by the way, the term working people, we'll get to with Joe Biden, is very Marxist. It's very union. It's very um, uh, dividing. It's, it's meant for working people. But Glenn Youngkin? Out there trashing working people. Okay, let's start. Over. First of all, you know, Glenn always likes to bash the folks out there every day trying to make a living. I'm trying to raise the minimum wage. Glenn's against raising the minimum Listen to that. I love now. This is an example, folks. This, you want a difference between these two people. This is it. One believes he has the power of government to go to employer and make them pay somebody. That's not the employer's decision. That's because TMAC just knows that person should be paid more. Just out of the goodness of his heart. And if you as a conservative Republican don't believe government's role is to set wages, then you're evil. And he gets to paint it in such a way that suggests that. And this resonates with people. People like this. They think, yeah, Yunkin's a millionaire, and he doesn't want employers to pay. Of course he does. Of course he wants employers to pay people based upon what they're worth, but only the employer knows that. Glenn Yunkin doesn't know that. The audacity of Terry McAuliffe to think that he knows that is consistent with the liberal, Democrat, Marxist, big government, elitist view. I know better than the employer. By the way, your employer's evil. Trust Terry McAuliffe. He wants to give you pay raises. 
Yunkin doesn't. That's because Yunkin's not your employer. Yunkin's the governor. See, T-Mac should have been destroyed on this. He never really was, but let's let this clip continue. Folks out there every day trying to make a living. I'm trying to raise the minimum wage. Glenn's against raising the minimum wage. Glenn has made hundreds of millions of dollars. If he doesn't want to give some, you know, home health care worker who's cleaning bedpans all day, get her $15 an hour and give her True. benefits. There's a huge difference here. Yeah, I there want is. to raise the minimum wage. I want to help the workers here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I'm for paid sick days. There it is. You, you see what the governor's for? No, radical difference, people. You get to choose. In fact, it's voting now in Virginia. You get to choose. Do you want a governor who's going to go into her employer and demand sick leave? Even if you like that, is that what you want? I mean, if it was the other way around, you want a conservative governor dictating things? How about the idea, again, I want to make sure someone gets minimum wage of $15. See, I think Terry McAuliffe is an opportunist and manipulator and speak because that's what the left does. Left thinks you're stupid. The only way you can get a pay raise is if you hire a governor to make it happen instead of working hard with your employer. These concepts are so outdated and old. No wonder it's constitutional weekend. That's old, outdated document. The way I'm thinking is so 1950, Scott. You act like there's a family raising kids to be more productive and work hard and try to get their employer to pay them more. That's gone. I got to put my hope and trust in Terry McAuliffe. I got to put my trust. I got to vote for him so he'll raise my pay because my employer won't do it because I suck. But Terry McCullough doesn't know that I suck. All he knows is I should get paid fifteen dollars an hour. Which, by the way, how arbitrary is that number? All right. So I only got through one clip here, but here's Yunkin, kind of uh, debating tax cuts again. Uh, Yunkin says, "Hey, we're going to give money back to the taxpayer because there's a surplus." Listen to the way this exchange goes. You've said you want to give the 2.6 back in tax cuts. Well, let me tell you how Virginia all works. Half of it has to go to the rainy day fund and has to go to the water. I understand that, Terry. It's not your money to give back. You should. I love that. It's not your money to give back. Actually, isn't that funny? Whose money is it, Terry? It's the government's money. See, that's how he thinks. Just like Joe Biden thinks. We'll talk about that in the second hour about taxes. It's not your money, you surfing peasant. Oh, yeah. Glenn Youngkin, it's not your money to give back. Could you imagine saying that to someone? You can't give it back to the taxpayers. The government says it has to go in the rainy day fund. Yes, it says some surplus does. It doesn't mean that you don't take other money and give it back. That's what Youngkin's trying to say here, is he knows the law. Which, by the way, the rainy day fund is a con anyway. Rainy day fund simply means you were overtaxed and they put it in the bucket. Not going to give it back to you. Youngkin wants to give it back. It's not your money to give back. You should learn the law the first. $2.6 billion I would also tell you the other government, thing. Terry, is it's not. Excuse me, it's my turn. Talk well, you were talking you when I was your talking. Turn. This isn't a Carlisle boardroom. It's my turn. I know. You've so never been in a real this. So what I would Did do- you hear that? Did you hear what Youngkin said? This isn't a boardroom. And what did Youngkin say? About that, listen. This isn't a Carlisle boardroom. It's my turn. I know you've so never been in a real business so boardroom. You've never really been in a bo- in a business boardroom. Now that was missed in the debate. Terry McAuliffe has never met a payroll, never had a job, never ran a company, never met an employer or employer or knows anything about it. No wonder he can sit there in the throne in Richmond and demand what employers do. This guy is a government elitist. Youngkin at least ran a business in the United States of America and knows how it works. That might be one of the best lines in the debate, and you never even heard it. It's my turn. I know you've so never been in a real this. So what I would do. That is phenomenal. All right, uh, more in 60 seconds. Uh, 
just about the abortion issue and so much more about this debate. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo Five-O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just new costumes and So you heard Glenn Youngkin debating T-Mac. Calm, cool, non-offensive. Actually, I thought he did a great job with that, being, being uh, much more cool than I would have been. Like I said, I probably would have been offensive. Everyone has said, that's Scott Lee. He's, he's a jerk, you know. Instead, you know who the jerk was? It was Terry McAuliffe. He's the one who was abrasive this week in the debate attacking Glenn Young. In fact, here's what he said. Glenn Youngkin gave a great response. Here's what Glenn Youngkin said. Relax, Glenn. I don't want you to pass out. Relax, Glenn. I don't want you to pass out. Now, Relax, Glenn. I don't want you to pass out. And I remember seeing Youngkin's face looking. I'm like, what? I mean, Youngkin never even raised his eyebrows. He didn't even raise his voice. I would have raised my voice and my eyebrows. I would have taken him limb to limb on so many things he said, especially after he said that. It's obnoxious and annoying. Anyway, so a lot of time was spent on none other than what you thought it would have been because the press loves this, the abortion issue. You see, the pro-life position is not acceptable. You can't be pro-life. You would be an evil human being for pro-life, which is just weird. The pro-abort side is so much more in favor of the media and the left. So they have to ask the questions. It came up in the debate. Now, this isn't what I think this campaign's about. It's about paroles, what it's about in my mind, and, and, um, and crime and punishment, and who's going to be better at that. But here is the uh, opening abortion question. I think it went to TMAC. Mr. McAuliffe, Virginia law now bans abortions in the third trimester of a pregnancy unless three doctors certify the pregnancy would likely kill the woman or substantially impair her health. Some critics say this puts an undue burden on those in rural areas where doctors often are scarce. An undue burden? Can you imagine that? We would like to relieve the burden of having three doctors approve killing a baby in the third trimester. (laughs) That's what she's saying. It's an undue burden on the mother. Wow, that is crazy that we even allow that 
that question to go through without someone going, are you insane? Anyway, here's the answer. There has been a proposal to reduce the number of sure doctors required to one yep. and to one. change the medical standard to the damage of a woman's health. So here's my question. Sure. If the Virginia legislature passed that proposal, would you sign it into law? You have 60 seconds. So the issue here is in order for a woman to get an abortion in the third trimester, you have to have a primary doctor certify, and then you have to have two other doctors. The problems you have in rural parts of our state Problem. is there are not three doctors. Oh, no. So that really puts women in rural communities at a real disadvantage. So if they came up with a solution, in, in a woman's life has to be in danger, has to be certified. And if you have a legitimate doctor that says this woman, her life's in danger, of course I would support that. I'll do anything I can. Do and- anything I can to make sure you can kill a baby in the third trimester, including making it easier. And it's a burden. It's a burden when you have three doctors trying to decide that. That's a pretty extreme position, isn't it? Yunkin points that out in just a second. Here comes Yunkin's question. Listen to this one. If the Virginia legislature passed a fetal heartbeat ban on abortion, one that included the exceptions you support for rape, incest, and to preserve the life of the mother, would you sign it into law? You have 60 seconds. How about that? You see the premise there? I want to know if you would ever sign a pro-life legislation. Now, actually, I like uh, Youngkin's answer here. It's actually pretty good. Um, and I thought I'll play it with you, play it for you. But you can see how the press automatically is on the side of the pro boards immediately. I mean, you might as well call them pro. In fact, I love Youngkin's answer here. It's excellent. And this is after he's already said he wouldn't sign the Texas bill because he thought it was complicated, but not that he wasn't against uh, the premise of it. Here's what he said in conclusion of that. What we're not doing this evening is talking to my opponent about his extreme views. See, my opponent doesn't want to talk about this topic tonight because he actually called legislation that would enable abortion paid for with taxpayer money all the way up through and including birth where a child is kept comfortable while decision is made whether that child lives or dies. He called that legislation common sense legislation and said he would sign it. That's sick. It's true. Friends, my opponent wants to be the abortion governor, and I want to be the jobs governor. Mr. Youngkin, your time is up. That is the line of the night, and it's fantastic. That's how you turn the debate around. And that's exactly what's going on here. The media and TMAC want to be about abortion, and that line is so phenomenal. Friends, my opponent wants to be the abortion governor. And I want to be the jobs governor. Mr. Youngkin, awesome. your time is up. By the way, did you see how they interrupt him so quick there? Oh, the time's up. you got to shut your mouth. He was. He just finished. Relax. Tell him to relax. Instead of trying to tell Glenn to relax. Relax, Glenn. I don't want you to pass out. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not how it went down exactly. Anyway, so here is him piling on again, Youngkin. He's the most extreme pro-abortion candidate in America today. And he's marketing Virginia as a place to come get an abortion as opposed Mr. to a Youngkin, place to come do business. Up. See, I'm interrupting to get the, but isn't that perfect? Thank you, Glenn Youngkin, for answering those questions the right way and being passionate for the pro-life and showing the actual radicalness of the pro-abort side, which is Terry McAuliffe. You pick. You get an election. You get to vote right now. If that's your issue, it seems obvious that Glenn Youngkin isn't some crazy uh, anti-lifer or anti-abortion guy. It's actually very mainstream. If you had heard the entire debate, 
you would have to agree. All right, coming up, what I think is the real issue of the debate and of this election in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo 5 Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. Abortion is not the issue of this election at all. It's not going to be. It's not even going to be close. It's about parole. It's about safety. And if you listen this week to debate, you heard back and forth. T-Mac had the safest time ever. Here's, here's some stats for you. In 2014, four murders for every 100,000. In 2017, after uh, the governor, 5.3 murders for every 100,000. Virginia rape increased each year. Virginia assault rate increased Virginia is home with the, uh, to four of the top 65 deadliest cities in the United States, Hampton, Newport News, Norfolk, and Virginia. Now the murder rate in Virginia is the highest level in over two decades. These are facts and stats. TMAC is saying, oh, no, that could never be the case. It is. Now, why is that? It's something that Terry McAuliffe said in his primary run-up to be the candidate. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. When I was governor, I had to replace the entire parole board because they didn't believe in doing it. I leaned in hard on these issues because we have a racist criminal justice system. I have said this forever. I mentioned earlier that I restored the felon rights, 173,000, more than any governor in the history of America. Wow. It's about giving felonies, felons back on the street. That's what this man is about. He replaced the entire parole board. Why? Because they wouldn't listen to him. So he replaced them. And you know what happened from that, the big breakdown. They, they let these people out without telling uh, the victims. And uh, it released felons back on the street. Now, a felon takes a lot to, to be a felon. They're in prison for a reason. Why would a governor go on record as state that he is all about parole? Why would he go on record to state, I changed the entire parole board because they wouldn't listen to me and I want felons back on the street? Why is that not on every mainstream press, media, and ad? This is what the election's about. You have a guy who is admitting that this is what he wants. He wants more of these things. He is soft on crime, not hard at all. In fact, coming up, 
in the show, he screamed at a sheriff who challenged him on these things about defunding the police. He screamed at him. He lost his cool. His, you know, T-Mac is on the edge all the time anyway. So what do you want to argue about? You want to argue about abortion, which is an innocent life in the womb of a mother, or do you want to argue about what's really happening in Virginia with the release of criminals thanks to a governor who was here four years ago? And by the way, Ralph Northam is no different. But he brags about letting more felons on the street than ever? Why, why do you brag about that? What, what about the victims? Do you ever go to the victims and say, hey, what do you think about me releasing all these felons? No, that's never been talked about. This is criminal in my mind, and it should absolutely mean he cannot be governor again. It should disqualify him to run for governor inside the minds of the American people. This is the issue of this campaign, and I'm saying it across the board to everyone I run into. This Terry McAuliffe was about getting people parole, and it should drive you out of your mind because what about the victims? All right, coming up, T-Mac took on a sheriff, and he wants to force. He tried to tell Yunkin... He doesn't like force. Yunkin doesn't like to force people. I do, he says. That is coming up. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Mojo 5 Radio. Freedom Fundamentalist since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. Just at the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia. The foundation of the country right here. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My, uh, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is, uh, is Richard Lee. Um, my uh, true brother friend is uh, recovering, and he is in the... Um, He's actually in a rehab center, so that's very, very good for him. He's out walking around, and he's getting better, and he's going to be back. I talked to him just yesterday, wanted to get him on the show. I think he had some uh, things going on at this time, so unable to make it, but prayers for Richard and Richard at theleebrothers.com, Richard at theleebrothers.com. Hey, go to mojo50.com. Great list of some incredible hosts throughout the week. Mojo50.com, and if you click on the Lee Brothers Take Show art page where you get more COVID facts, COVID facts about the current death rate among 18 to 29-year-olds, a death rate of 18 and younger. Uh, there's also a great video there about mask holes. You know, these mask Nazis running around looking for people without masks as if that's the answer. You know, it's interesting. If they believe in the mask, why isn't the mask helping them? But anyway, conf- confrontation and target. Poor lady, minding her own business, not wearing a mask. How dare her with her murder? She's tracked down by an adult male Karen 
and uh, harassed. You can see that video by going to mojo50.com and click on the Lee Brothers takes you right to our page there. COVID facts are irrelevant. Don't confuse me with COVID facts. It's not about COVID facts. It's about force. COVID is giving every tyrant, dictator, Democrat, liberal, the opportunity to do things they never thought they could. For example, change the way we vote in the country. Right now in Virginia, we're going through the second election that you get to vote early. It's ridiculous. Um, We're voting now. So many things can happen between now and November, but we're voting now in Virginia. Thanks to COVID, we can now have these mail-in ballots that go to every single American in America. It's ridiculous again, but COVID gave Democrats an opportunity to do things we never could do before. And of course, the big one is simply force. Biden is now forcing everyone to get the vaccination. You have no choice of what you put in your body. You have no control of your body. TMAC is all about your body, my choice, or should I say, it's your body, right? His choice. What, what, What happened to that little saying? Here's Terry McAuliffe in the debate with Yunkin talking about how Yunkin just doesn't understand the use of force and when to use it. And Glenn and I differ on this issue. His anti-vax, what he has said, he's had rhetoric out there. Anti-vax, that is now the attack of the left. If you think it's okay for people not to get the vaccination, you're anti-vaxxer. And by the way, that label tends to work. The media uses it. The left uses it. You got people running around going, you're an anti-vaxxer. How dare you? By the way, I don't think the vaccination is what you think it is. The CDC just changed the definition of vaccinations just for Pfizer and Moderna. It's no longer an eradication of a disease. It's like taking vitamin C now. You know, it's a preventative option because it really doesn't keep you from getting COVID. We know that now. But it's anti-vaxxer, right, Terry McAuliffe? Call him an anti-vaxxer and you win. Of course, funny thing is, is Yunkin is not an anti-vaxxer. But that doesn't matter because if you just keep saying it over and over again, it becomes true, right? His anti-vax rec, what he has said, he's had rhetoric out there. He told college students, if you don't want to take the vaccine, just fill out an exemption. <laughs> That's a bad thing. I wonder it's interesting how they turned that into it. You did what? You told people to make their own decisions about their body? How dare you? Shouldn't the government step in and make you take the vaccination? So as a college student, he said to them, look, you can sign an re- uh, exemption and not have to do that. And Terry McCall thinks that's bad. We should object to that. Us voters in Virginia should be very upset that Yunkin said to college students, you know, fill out an exemption. You don't have to get vaccinated. We should be upset with that. Don't the college students have a right to get vaccinated? By the way, the facts on the college students, 29 and younger, their survival rate for COVID at 29 and younger is 99.96%. Wow. So they should run and get the vaccination? Gosh, Terry. You're brilliant. You're so full science. Continue, please. You know, I think that's life-threatening, and I think that's disqualifying as governor. <laughs> it's life-threatening. 99.96% survival rate for those 29 and younger, and it's life-threatening that they don't get the vaccination. How stupid is this whole thing? Now, listen to what he says next. This is very close why I'm playing for you. Listen to what T-Mac says to Yunkin about how he doesn't understand force. He doesn't believe in forcing people to understand what COVID is going to do to this state and to this country. I'm telling you, Terry got caught there. He got caught there. As soon as he said, he goes, how am I going to pull my way? He doesn't understand how forcing people to think that it's dangerous. No, no, no. 
because he stopped. He didn't say forcing people to get the vaccine, even though that's what he wants to do. Listen to it again. He stumbles a little bit here. But this is the difference between Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin. He doesn't believe in forcing people to understand what COVID is going to do to this state and to this country. Doesn't believe in forcing people. You have a choice. You can pick Terry McAuliffe for the governor of Virginia, who would eventually um, force you, force you, mind you, to get the vaccination, or you can, did we just lose it? We did. We just lost our whole stream. Okay. We'll see if we can get it back here in a second. Um, So we're not streaming. We have to get it back to stream. Okay. Um, So you can force, Terry McAuliffe will force you to get the vaccination. And he calls that, he calls that insane. Or he calls Yunkin insane because he wants to give you the choice. There's a difference in the election. You have a choice in this election. You can choose a governor who is going to force you or let freedom reign. That seems pretty simple to me. Now, here's what else happened in that, in that debate. Uh, he went on to talk about um, mandating, because this is what Terry McAuliffe is. Here he is. I am for mandating vaccinations. Yes, you are. And force, because Yunkin doesn't understand force like I do. So I'm for force, he isn't. Vote for me because I will force you. <laughs> Don't give Yunkin any kudos here. Then, then it's, this is the interesting part right here. T-Mac. T-Mac uh, goes on to talk about how Yunkin wants to kill people. I, well, here it is. He wants to release COVID. Plan. His day one plan will be to unleash COVID because he doesn't believe we should mandate vaccinations. Unleash COVID? Because he doesn't want forced vaccinations. So let me get this straight. The new idea, the new idea is to force vaccinations. That is incredible. That, that is unbelievable to say that. That's the new plan now. The new plan is, Yunkin's plan is to release COVID. Release it, he says, because that's Yunkin's plan. plan his day one plan will be to unleash COVID because he doesn't believe we should mandate vaccinations. Unbelievable. He gets away with that. He also went on to trash Trump. Here's what he said. And we know the damage that Donald Trump has done to this country. Look at the damage he's done on vaccines. If he had taken this COVID crisis serious much earlier, hundreds of thousands of Virginians and or, uh, Americans would be alive today. And thousands of Virginians. So- How can you say that? How could he possibly say if Trump would have been worse? Trump was the one who gave us the vaccine. This is how crazy T-Mac is. But to put more legs to how crazy T-Mac really is, he screamed at a sheriff. By the way, uh, before I get to that, I just want to tell you, uh, this guy who's so concerned about uh, COVID and tells Trump killed 100,000 people and Yunkin's about spreading COVID, this is the same guy that got an Amtrak train, which is federally regulated mask and didn't have one on. So, I don't know. He's walking around the train without a mask on. That's the elite. Here is T-Mac screaming at a sheriff about uh, defunding the police. The sheriff said, uh, Governor, one of the people who uh, wants to defund the police endorsed you. What do you think about that? Here's the clip. July 20th, you accepted an endorsement from the new Virginia majority. They are a large defund the police organization who want to abolish prisons and ICE. You said that you were proud to accept their endorsement. Well, first of all, Sheriff, I'm proud to accept any endorsements. I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I can't 
groups that endorse me, I don't know everything they do. If I ever support defund the police, are you out of your mind? I've invested in law enforcement. I just went through 25 minutes of telling you what I do for the police. I defunded, I funded them. He's screaming at him. He's screaming, are you out of your mind? I funded them. But it doesn't matter. You may have funded them because you have a general assembly that wanted to. The point is, during the campaign, inside your primary, you endorsed all kinds of things against the police. A, a qualified immunity, you want to get rid of that. Your, the entire groups, your entire democratic structure, everything about the liberal left is about defunding police, and yet you get to stand there and say, I don't represent any of them, except on every other liberal issue. It's a legitimate, real question, sir. For you to yell, sheriff, and call it a stupid question, and then yell at him that he funded it, it's not even over. Listen to this. I won't even dignify that with an answer. If my track record of four years as governor not enough for you to understand how I feel on law enforcement, I will not dignify that with an answer. Unbelievable. I don't believe an answer to either one of those questions. But I don't care what you believe. I got a track record. I don't care what you believe. That's a constituent for you. No wonder 50 sheriffs endorsed Yunk and only four endorsed TMAC. That's pretty outrageous. That's a hot mic moment. That gets you an insight into who Terry McAuliffe really is. I mean, when you start thinking about his outrage over that. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. Why wouldn't he just answer the question? Imagine Yunkin answer. Yunkin is so mild-mannered and respectful and professional. T-Mac would, I mean, he would never do something like this. But T-Mac rips the guy apart. I'm not answering that question. I'm not even going to dignify it with an answer. Why not? Your entire political party is about defunding the police. It's about defunding ICE and everything else, and you won't answer the question about your political party, which, by the way, people in the General Assembly on your side of the aisle were calling for that. If they passed a bill, Terry McAuliffe, that defunded the police, would you sign it? I'm not answering that question. Just look at my track record for you. Sir, you're part of the American left, the radical American left. It deserves a legitimate answer. Instead, we got to see the real Terry McAuliffe and how he is angry inside like never before. All right, coming up in 60 seconds, I want to talk about Constitution and Constitutional Day and what the University of Florida students think ought to happen to our Constitution. Then you'll know what's really going on in our country. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm probably not going to make you feel any better. All right, in 60 seconds at LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, Go.com. MyPills, the number two, Go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. 
Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. Did you celebrate Constitution Day? September 17th, a day in history. Right outside of this warm church town. Each year, September 17th marks the anniversary of the signing of the Republic's Constitution at the Philadelphia Convention in 1787. This is the most consequential governing document in the history. It enshrined liberty and the rule of law in a way that no other outline for government ever had. And most of us just go through life and don't even think about the Constitution, especially if you are a congressman or a United States senator or a president. There's nothing that can really stop you. Forget the enumerated powers in Article 1, Section 8. It's interesting that the Constitution is a negative document. It, it was written to stop a overreaching federal government. That's what its purpose was. Now, many in the founding era, including Patrick Henry, said it wasn't restrictive enough, refused the Constitution unless James Madison promised him a Bill of Rights, which are the first ten amendments, for those who don't know. And, thank God, we got our way on that. Could you imagine? Now, Madison was against it because he didn't want to shrine any rights because by doing that, you would say you only have these. It turns out that's tried correct, too. The government only looks at those and says you only have these rights, and even then it's fighting those. The Constitution turned out to be one of the best documents ever written in government history of the planet Earth. You can study in the Federalist Papers. You can look at other articles and look at it. It formed a constitutional republic where the representatives are limited by the set of rules approved by the citizens. It's not a pure democracy. It's actually amazingly brilliant. No one's taught about it. University of Florida, man on the street interviews, was asking students, is it time to disband the Constitution? What do you guys think of the Constitution? Absolutely terrible. Needs to be redone immediately. So there's the first couple quotes for you. Absolutely terrible? Needs to be redone immediately? Don't you wish you had just 10 minutes in a room with some of these kids? What is the... What's the worst thing about the Constitution? You mind if you just enlighten me? What do you what do you think's wrong with it? What what's so bad about it? What needs to be rewritten? What would you change in the Constitution? And before you say what you would add, I want to know what you'd subtract. The problem with the Constitution is that no one looks at it anymore and we don't go by it. That's the problem with the Constitution. It's not that it's a flawed document, as these University of Florida students think. I think it needs a lot more reform for the changes that have happened since then. Um, I think a lot of the things in there, they do need to be, like, um, reevaluated, I guess. <laughs> like what? What needs to be reevaluated? The idea that you could vote? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's one of them. I would be highly in favor of maybe looking at that one again, especially for college students uh, at any of our liberal universities. Is that it? Some things need to be changed in there? Do they understand what the Constitution gave them and the, and the freedom it protects? Wow. Of course not. We're not taught that. 
I think we just need to update it on like more equality, equity, stuff like that. Okay, so where 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 is it better? What country do you have more equity, more equality, more freedom? Where? And where is it enshrined in any other document on the planet Earth other than here? This is what I don't understand about these kids who want to comment on things they know nothing about. Did, t- did TikTok go through one of these things and explain the Constitution to these people? Is it on Facebook, YouTube? Where do they get their information about the Constitution? They've heard one thing, how bad America is, how America sucks. And if you have that in your mind, then, of course, it's got to be the Constitution's fault that it sucks, right? I mean, it's not the people's fault. It's not ignorance. I also find it funny that we, we are in a, in a time where the most enlightened people, the smartest people ever to walk the face of the earth are college students on the University of Florida's camp. It, wouldn't you think that a college student would go, you know what, I'm not exactly sure. I think, you know, Thomas Jefferson had 6,500 books in his library that he donated to the Library of Congress. I've read one. Jefferson's read over 6,500, wrote the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to err on the side that he was probably smarter than me. (laughs) But no, he had slaves, so it can't be the case. You want more of this dribble? Here it is. The Constitution, I feel like it's outdated, like some of the stuff on there. Um, Some of the stuff, I like it. Some of the stuff on there. Some of the stuff on there. It sounds dumb. Like what? I mean, quit saying generic stupid statements like, I just feel, or it's just stuff in there that's bad, or it's all outdated. I mean, give specifics. Our constitution that we have for America is is to some degree outdated, but I also think it is very historical. Oh. Do you think the constitution is outdated? I mean, I think it has to be. It was written in the late 1700s. <laughs> Listen to that stuff. There's your fact. It has to be. We just discovered math not so long ago. Two plus two is outdated. It's not four anymore. Facts aren't facts. Truth is never truth. It only depends on the, uh, the culture you're in. If it's old, it can't be true anymore. How about that? Do you mean federalism doesn't work anymore? The, I, do they even know what's in the... Of course they, of course they don't. I, stop asking that question, Scott Lee. They don't know what's in it. But how is it outdated and wrong? Because it has to be. Because it's old. What, what, what changed in our culture so much that the Constitution is now irrelevant? What part of our culture has made the Constitution irrelevant? Because it's old. It wasn't written for the 21st century. Extremely. It's completely outdated. It was written by those that don't represent the both of us at the moment, and it didn't represent... You see that now? If you don't represent the right type of people, there's no truth in you. So I guess this woman who, who wrote this or said that this is a black woman, I guess you need a black woman to write the Constitution so you, it would read something different. How would a black woman write the Constitution differently? And by the way, would there be more freedom now if a black woman wrote the Constitution then? How, how would it be different? Man, we, these people are our future. God help us. Then everybody at the time. Yes. Yes, a tad. There are a lot of outdated things in there that nowadays aren't accepted. To an extent, like when people talk about the Second Amendment and like the right to bear arms. Not all of it's necessarily... Uh, the easiest applied to now. Do you think that the Constitution is a portrayal of the patriarchy since ah. it was created by the founding fathers? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh. Yeah, I would definitely say so, especially since when you reflect back on those who were writing it at the time and you see it's all old white men. I mean, I think it's impossible not to. I mean, they didn't have another perspective, nor were they seeking it. Absolutely, yes, I think so. It should, it should have been made by, like, a group of diverse people, but back then... 
Wouldn't you matter. know how I was back then. Yeah, I do. And I agree with her. Like, it should be revised by... This. Brilliance. Utter brilliance in our colleges. These... No, no wonder Terry McAuliffe could win again. No wonder he ever won. No wonder our country is so leftist and nothing moves to freedom and liberty because people don't know it. They don't understand. They're stuck in their little liberal bubble and have no idea what freedom and liberty looks like. No wonder they contrast the Constitution. Different, different people. The time period, you know, was rich old white men, and that's exactly what that document says and stands for and vouches for. I'm going around with this petition. As you can see, I've already gotten some of your fellow students to sign a petition to abolish the Constitution, create a whole new one, to be more inclusive, you know, more politically aware of our surroundings in 2021. Would you guys be willing to sign this petition? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. And would you be willing to sign that? Sure. It should be abolished. Like, it's time for a new Constitution. It wasn't like pronouns like they them stuff like that either <laughs> we should include the new pronouns in the constitution <laughs> so the constitution is now an english book <laughs> it didn't include pronouns and all that brilliance yeah like to make everyone feel included i want to feel it's all about feelings make them feel included if it doesn't say it you're not included Issues of social and cultural differences within our country have been such an issue, you know, predicated by the control that the federal government has over everything. And the federal government is governed by the Constitution. And so you would say that the Constitution is the root of our issues in this country? I mean, it's one of them. You could also lead it back to capitalism. Uh, of course you can. This lady was complaining that the federal government has too much power, but the Constitution limits the federal government. This tells you the brilliance and the smarts of the students at the University of Florida and probably every student on every campus in America on this Constitutional Day weekend. We celebrate it. We embrace it. It was the best document to the cause of freedom and liberty the world's ever seen. And as Washington said, divine providence gave it to us. More Lee Brothers in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Mojo Five O, Live free. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio our version of the Federalist Papers without all the reading the Lee Brothers is it possible to defend things you know nothing about 
If you're ignorant of the Constitution, ignorant of the Declaration of Independence, ignorant of what the founders had in mind and why liberty works, if you're ignorant of a, of a um, representative government instead of a pure democracy or republic, can you defend it? Can you even understand the principles of freedom and liberty? Can you even argue on what should be debated inside our government? The kitchen table argument is never about what the Constitution allows. It's always what we just think should happen. We are, everybody ought to get health care. Somebody, my neighbor, should pay for my health care despite that the Constitution says otherwise. That's not the role of the federal government. That the federal government is enumerated and limited in what it has to offer. It's just sad. It's a sad time in our country when we don't even know why we have a Constitution or what's in it. All right, coming up. Uh, my son and daughter had an amazing COVID experience that'll just make you shake your head. And 87 brand new IRS agents. What Joe Biden is about to do to our country with taxes. LeeBrothers.com. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. My son and daughter have an amazing COVID stupid stories you will not believe. But it's consistent. The adults are, uh, they were locked up somewhere, and now the kids are running the place. Actually, I wish the kids were running because they're smarter than the stupid things we're dealing with COVID. That's coming up. A Blacksburg, Virginia teacher and a Virginia Tech professor call you out because you're white. Our schools are a train wreck. That's coming up. And 87,000 new IRS agents coming to America with Biden's new tax increase. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left and sometimes my far left is recovering from a nasty fall in literally nearly three weeks now. Broke a, almost an entire rib cage, has titanium plates in there now. He's in full rehab, and uh, he will be returning. Uh, sounded great this week. Tried to get him on the show. He had so many conflicts with uh, his physical therapy. Could not make it. So prayers for Richard. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Thank you so much for supporting the Lee Brothers, who are mojo50.com. Mojo50.com radio. And it is a great station of some of the best thinkers and entertainers in the world of radio today, mojo50.com, mojo50.com. All right, I want to get to the COVID stuff that's going on. It's just insane. Um, my, my college son, had a, his roommate came down with COVID. How the college reacted is laughable. And my daughter is telling me things that are going on in her school, high school here in Richmond, that have got to be happening all over the country. And just a reminder, if you're 29 and younger, the survival rate, 99.96%. What does it have to be for us to get back to normal in this country? Those stats are at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. All more COVID facts can be found there, including the death rates and everything else, in case you're wondering, how can you come up with these things? Theleebrothers.com. When we first got into radio, one of the things that I was so passionate about was taxes. I just, I, I think the income tax is immoral. I think... 
most taxes are immoral because they take from you. Although the income tax is the most immoral. It, it takes your very property. I think taxing property is immoral. But you got to run the government, Scott. Yes, that's true. But you can do it without taxing income. And there's a plan for that, by the way. H.R. 4, it's called the fair tax. Look it up. I won't spend time here debating that again or even explaining it to you, but essentially eliminates the IRS and it's a national sales tax and it's a brilliant idea and it is about freedom. In other words, all taxes go away. Every single one you can comprehend would go away except a national sales tax. You get to keep all your money. You only, you only lose your money or pay taxes when you spend your money. Actually, it's a brilliant idea for the left. Actually, taxes the wealthy more. They spend more. Uh, fair tax is where I am because I think taxing income is wrong. Now, the other problem with the tax code is it is now political. Of course, it's always been political. We knew that was going to happen. We warned against it when we first started taxing. You know, first tax was only for the wealthy. It was very, very small. So now it's radically used politically. It's now social engineering. The income tax is an opportunity for Joe Biden to stand up there and say, hate your neighbor again. The left is great at this. They call themselves uniters, but they're great dividers. Look at the color of their skin. You're different than everyone. Oh, we're about equity and equality. We want your neighbor, your rich neighbor, to pay for health care. If they don't, you hate them. Hate your employer who's wealthy. Hate your neighbor who has two nice cars in the driveway. Hope that we can tax them more and make your life better. The idea of taxing the wealthy more, to me, is repugnant because why would I care? Now, I would, I would ask that you search your own heart on this. If you take some sort of glee or joy or smile or think your life's going to improve or the government's going to get better because somebody wealthy got taxed, you are dead wrong and you ought to check your own heart. Taxing is not about social experimentation or punishment. It is about simple things called revenue to the treasury. How do we get more of it? Reagan cut taxes dramatically from what I believe was a 70% high marginal tax rate. Cut it down to the 20s and revenue went up. I think it was $500 billion and when he left it became a trillion of revenue into the treasury. Now, government spent three times that, so it's not Reagan's fault. Actually, in some ways, it can be Reagan's fault and the Congress's fault. My point is it's not the taxpayer's fault. Just because the taxpayer got to keep more of their money, the Treasury got more money, and they spent more. That's not the taxpayer's fault. Yeah, that's what we're told by Joe Biden and the left. Joe Biden's new tax plan is, to, to use the word again repugnant, is exactly what it is. It will raise taxes on nearly everything you can think of. Cryptocurrency, electric cigarettes, tobacco products. The corporate tax under Joe Biden will become the biggest on the planet, including communist China. We will have a higher one than communist China. It is another 880-page tax bill. It will be the largest tax increase in over 50 years. Remember, when the government spends money, it spends your money. More than $2 trillion in tax increases, the bill will be more than four times Obamacare's $500 billion in tax hikes. This is exactly what Democrats do. Now, I remind you that these tax increases in Joe Biden's bill aren't to pay down the debt. No, 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 no. 
there for spending. It's a $3.5 trillion spending bill, which Biden is saying is going to be paid for by tax increases. We have massive debt. We have massive deficit, a massive uh, uh, annual debt. We're spending more money than we've ever spent, and yet the tax increases aren't for that? No, no, no. The tax increases are so Democrats can spend more money. If there's anything you want to argue about, that should be the first thing is, wait a second, you mean you're not raising taxes to pay down debt? No, 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 no. We're raising taxes so we can spend more, but we don't have. This is a disgusting predicament that we're in, and it'll probably go through, but the Democrats' tax increase is one of the biggest in history, at least 50 years. Here's Joe Biden talking about it. Working people were struggling to make it long before the pandemic arrived. All right, just let me stop right there. Working people is Marxism. You keep saying working people as if there are people who are working or not working, making millions of dollars. That's how Joe Biden's dividing America. You're working people. Those people over there with all the money, they're not working people. We're all working people. You don't get wealthy in America without working. But Joe Biden has to start with that, working people. Working people were struggling to make it long before the pandemic arrived. Big corporations and super wealthy have to start paying their fair share of taxes. It's long overdue. I'm not out to punish anyone. I'm a capitalist. Yes, you are. All I'm asking is you pay your fair share. Creepy. Pay your fair share. What's your fair share? What should the wealthy be paying? So the marginal tax rate on income is, what is it, 39% now? Is that the highest marginal in, in, income uh, rate? He's going to raise that. I've got it right here. Hang on a second. Marginal tax rate. I thought it was 39%. Or it's 36%. It's going to go to 39%. Is that, is that, that, that's right right now, I believe. So it's at 36%. He wants to take it up to 39%. Is 40% of your income not enough? What should the wealthy pay? What, what should the wealthy pay? Should they pay 50% of their income? What's acceptable to you, 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 you Joe Biden, pay your fair share? You want know to pay your fair share is the top 1% in our country. Very good stat here. I wonder if Joe Biden knows this. The top 1% pay 40% of the revenue of the Treasury. 40%? Joe, the wealthy are paying 40% of the revenue? That's not enough? Explain this to me. Explain how you can get away with saying this, that they should got to pay their fair share. Pay their fair share. They are paying their fair share. So if the top 1% pay 40% of the revenue, what should they pay? 50%? Oh. The top 2 to 5% pay 20%. In fact, the bottom 50% of wage earners in this country pay less than 10% of the revenue to the Treasury. Essentially, if you are the bottom 50% in America, you don't pay any federal income taxes. So what are you going to do, Joe? Punish them more? Here's Joe Biden. He continues. Today in this country right now, the top 1%, for example, evade an estimated $160 billion in taxes that they owe each year. Not new taxes, taxes that they owe. What do you mean? They're breaking the law? What do you mean they owe the money? If they owe the money, the IRS could audit them and say, you broke the law here. What do you mean they owe it? If they owed it, they would be in jail. 
If they owed it, the IRS would be on their doorstep knocking. What do you mean they owe it? They don't owe it. They obey the laws. The laws written by you and the and the other cronies, leftist, big government tax types. This is complete garbage. And when we get back in 60 seconds, we'll play the rest of it. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You take a lot of medications and pills. Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. Tax the rich. And it wins. People love it. How could you like that? What is wrong with your heart when you say tax the rich more? How will it benefit you? Will it pay down the debt? Not at all. They already pay 40% of the revenue to the federal treasury. It's all about the rich, Scott. You got to hate them. But wait a minute. Are you sure they're paying their fair share? It just doesn't seem fair to me. And by the way, if we could sock it to them, why don't we? That's what politicians do, isn't it? Yes, that's exactly what they do. Joe Biden said they don't pay their fair share. Here's him making the case of money left on the table. Evade an estimated $160 billion in taxes that they owe each year. Not new taxes, taxes that they owe. They don't know that. That's not how it works for people with tens of millions of dollars. They play by a different set of rules. Your rules. And they're often not employees themselves. So? So the IRS can't see what they make. They see everything. And can't tell if they're cheating. Oh, That's my how gosh. many of the top 1% get away with paying virtually nothing. Now, we know it's not true, right? They get away with paying virtually nothing? I just told you the stat. By the way, that's government numbers. Top 1% pay 40% of the revenue. They get away paying nothing? They're paying 40% of the revenue to the government. The top 1%. It will give the IRS the resources it needs to keep go. up with the lawyers and accountants and the super of the super wealthy. It would ask just for two pieces of information from the banks of these folks that amounts, the amounts that come into their bank accounts and what amounts go out of their bank accounts. 
There we go. 87,000 new IRS agents to monitor what goes in and out of your banking account if there's more than $600 in it. Wow. That's absurd. The idea that the IRS can't audit people and can't know what they're doing, that's another absurdity. It's going to cost $80 billion to hire 87,000 IRS agents. Are they going to be able to make that up in revenue? Are they going to be able to find that? Well, Joe Biden said it there. We're losing $160 billion. So half of that will be eaten up in the cost of the 87,000 brown shirts running around knocking on your door, scraping pennies together. This is, this is exactly who the left is. They're big government elitists who think money in your hands is a problem. Put it in ours. We'll deal with that. Now, he's not the only politician to ever say we're missing money in the Treasury. It's funny how the left are the ones who do this. Joe Biden's upset that we could have more money. I remember Tim Kaine one point did the same thing. He talked about how, how uh, the tax code is giving away money. It's giving away money. You see, it's the government's money. Timmy! <laughs> okay. Timmy! It's the government's money, right? And we're giving it away to the taxpayers. That's how Tim Kaine thinks about it. Here he is. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Who thinks that way? What kind of whacked politician would think we're giving away in the tax code $1.2 trillion? What do you mean you're giving it away? You mean you're letting your citizens of America keep it? It's not giving it away. They're spending it better than you are. How disgusting is that statement? And again, can you play it for us again? Because essentially, that is um, exactly who Tim Kaine is. That's who the Democrats are. They think that way. Remember, we're giving away in the tax code? We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. <laughs> we're giving it away. We can't let citizens keep it. That's our U.S. senator here in Virginia. What about the other one? You know, the one that said this. The private market, it just doesn't work. Yeah, Mark Warner. The private market doesn't work. During Bush's tax cuts, he said we should bring that back to where it belongs. Into the government, not you who get to keep your hard-earned money. But back to the government. Here's Mark Warner. we got to return. We didn't have to return half of that. we just got to return somewhere between $1.2 trillion and $2, and $2 trillion. Got to return that. Return it where? To the government. You can't have tax cuts. It's got to be returned to the government. Do you see how these people think? Joe Biden's mindset is, if you have the money, it's a problem. Joe Biden's mindset is they're not. We could get more money. Tim Kaine's mindset is the tax code allows people to keep too much of their money. Mark Warner says the tax cuts took money away from the government, not from you, but from the government. We got to return. We didn't have to return half of that. We just got to return somewhere between one point two trillion and two and two trillion dollars. Now remind you, they're not trying to cut the deficit with it. It's not like they're so concerned that you're keeping your money and they're, they're spending so much and you go get it from you again. And they're going to take that money and, and, and fix their spending habits. No, it's not it at all. They want, this tax, they want this tax increase because they're trying to spend more money. Everything is going to go up that impacts you. If you don't think that impacts the economy, you're wrong. The idea that the problem with America 
the problem with spending, the problem with the government is that the wealthy don't pay enough taxes is so flawed. It's so wrong. It's antithetical to the American ideals of liberty and freedom. But that's how they think. Now, I never understood this. Richard and I used to talk about this all the time. Why, why are you so upset with the wealthy? I've never understand that. If they tax all the money from the wealthy right now, it will not make your life any better. It won't make my life any better. I never care what the wealthy are paying in taxes. I only care what I'm paying in taxes. When a politician comes to me and goes, we got to tax their wealthy more, I was like, you, you are a demagogue, a manipulator, and an elitist. I don't want the wealthy. I want the wealthy to buy my stuff. I want the wealthy to hire me, my kids. I want the wealthy to be in the uh, economy making it work. I don't think you do that, Mr. Politician. You don't make the economy work. You don't make America better. It's not about taxing the wealthy because they're undertaxed. We know they're not undertaxed. They currently, we're currently sitting at 36% marginal tax rate. Joe Biden wants to take it to 39.6, essentially 40%. And if you're single, it's a lot higher than that. He's going to raise the corporate tax rate. He's going to raise capital gains taxes. He's going to raise cigarette taxes. He's going to raise every possible tax you can think of. Corporate tax. Capital gains will go from 20 to 25%. The corporate rate will go up to 26.5%. Even communist China is at 25%. This is the biggest tax increase in the history of our country, and it produces a massive IRS who is highly politicized, we found out during the Obama years. The tax code should be simple and easy. Instead, it's the most complicated political-run endeavor ever. We will subsidize electric cars even uh, Elon Musk came out this week and said, this is a travesty. I pay for my, I do my own. Why are we subsidizing it for other people? He's exactly right. But remember, we have big government elitists in Washington who think you and the wealthy and the taxpayer is the problem. The solution, go get your money. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers.
I don't want to punish anyone. I'm a capitalist, says Joe Biden. Does he sound like a capitalist to you? I'm asking you to pay your fair share. Your fair share. I want to know what that is. What is the fair share? Seriously, I want to know what that is. Give me a percentage. Give me exactly what that percentage should be. Don't talk to me in code and all these different little uh, speak about paying your fair share or as AOC showed up at her little uh, 35,000 ahead table group last week and the tax a rich dress. It's funny, these people are all the rich ones attacking the serfs and the peasants, you and me, because you have over $600 in your checking account. We need to know where it goes. So we're going to hire 87,000 IRS agents to get you. If anyone is listening to the sound of my voice or can fog a mirror, recognize 87,000 more IRS agents across this country does not equal more freedom for you. The IRS is one of the most powerful organizations of alphabet soup the federal government has to crush you. These people aren't benevolent. They're part of this massive government that will hurt you and not even blink an eye. So is the EPA. So is OSHA. So is ATF. So is every one of these groups from the federal level. And they are a threat to liberty. You had an opportunity when you voted to fix that. You, you ranted about how Trump was a, tor- tor- a horrible person because he sent so many tweets out. But at least he kept the IRS in check. You think Biden's going to keep the IRS in check? He hates you. You're the problem. At least you wealthy people are. And you workers, the communist word for you serfs and peasants, you workers, hey, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We're going to take from the rich and give to you, and then you'll vote for us more. It's an amazing system how they've got working here. It's really, really very disgusting. All right, coming up in the program, I want to talk to you about uh, what happened with my son and daughter with covid and it's interesting how CNN just hates the, the normal surf and peasant. CNN is a, it's a stretch arm of the federal government, make no mistake. But they hate you too. And it's obvious, and the clips will play for you coming up, CNN just despises you unvaccinated. Oh, even though it's not a vaccination anymore. But CDC, not my words, the CDC said that. Oh, I got a headache. You too? Might be this drink I'm drinking. All right, uh, check us out at theleadbrothers.com, theleadbrothers.com. More dead ahead. Since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. On COVID. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host, friend and brother, who will be joining me here in the next few weeks as he's recovering from a very nasty fall. 
And uh, we trust that uh, you're continuing to pray for him at Richard at the Lee Brothers.com, Richard at the Lee Brothers.com. At Mojo50.com, you get a list of some of the greatest uh, talk show hosts in the country on Mojo50.com radio station. And of course, you can click on us and it takes you right to our page where you get the the uh, video of this Target uh, encounter at the department store, Target. This this uh, mask wearer tracks down a unmasked woman and harasses her. Such tolerance of the left. It's amazing how tolerant the left is. They, they care so much about you and your point of view. It's equality, right? You want to identify it as a vaccinated person without being vaccinated. It's not, it's not, they're not tolerant. The left is radical. They're hate-filled people, and it shows in times like this. I mean, listen to the CNN uh, track down and hate you people. The people who are not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies on the Internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. What else? Or leave them behind. Nice. Because they are keeping the majority of Americans behind. That is, uh, that is so ridiculous. The unvaccinated are keeping the majority of people. D- does Don Lemon here, or Don Lemon at CNN, really believe that it's possible to get 100% vaccinations? And Don, what happened when Joe Biden said July 4th was at 70%, we would be out of this thing and skating free? And by the way, Israel is one of the highest vaccinated countries on the planet, well over 80%. And they got COVID running all the way through them. What's, what's up with that? So the unvaccinated are the problem? You sick, twisted man. He continues. You didn't feel that way about the polio vaccine? You don't feel that way about measles, mumps, rubella when it comes to your... There's a reason why. There's a reason why. Those were true vaccinations that eliminated polio and measles and those things. It really did that. This, This is not a vaccination. Why the hatred for people who choose otherwise? Here's, here's the story of Austin. Austin is in college. His uh, roommate, uh, fully vaccinated roommate, came into his room and said, hey, I've been diagnosed with COVID. Austin, who my son is not vaccinated, but he's had COVID. So he's had COVID, not vaccinated. This guy's vaccinated and comes back and is diagnosed with COVID. So apparently Austin's in the same room with this kid. So what's the school do? The school says, well, uh, if you're not vaccinated, you need to lock down for 10 days in your room. If you are vaccinated, you can leave and do whatever you want. Wait, 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 just a sec. Why? His roommate is fully vaccinated and his roommate has COVID and they're telling Austin he can't go anywhere because he's unvaccinated. What? Forget the fact that he has immunity from COVID he's already had? That doesn't matter? Of course not, Scott. It's Don Lemon. The problem is your son. He didn't get vaccinated. But he doesn't have COVID. He didn't bring COVID in his house. The, the vaccinated person did. How crazy are we in our culture today? It's just insane. Daughter came home the other day, told me a story about tracking going on in the public school systems. In Chesterfield County, Virginia, there are 2,231 students who are quarantined in Chesterfield County public schools. I love the title of this article, Quarantined. 
So Reagan says that one of her friends is one of these quarantined people. By the way, there are 63,000 students in the Cheshire County Schools. 2,200 are quarantined. It doesn't say anything about them being sick, although you'd have to assume some of them have COVID. But I would say the bulk of them are complaining because we're trying to quarantine healthy people. One of Reagan's friends was on a bus, just a bus, and tracking from the camera, the school tracked her down, one of her friends, and said, hey, you got to quarantine for 10 days. Why? What the heck? What's going on? I want to go to school. I want to learn. Nope, you're out of school. You're out for 10 days. You can't learn. No virtual. There's no virtual, by the way. You're out for 10 days. So they kick a good student out of school who is healthy, diagnosed without COVID. They won't even accept a COVID-free test. The interesting thing about this, this was six days later that they contacted and said you have to quarantine for 10 days since she was sitting on the bus with someone who had COVID. Six days later. That is unbelievable. What are we doing to people? By the way, where did this idea that we quarantine healthy people ever come from? If you're sick, you, you quarantine. You're, you go home. You're not going to be there. Of course, most people who are sick don't go anywhere. They're sick. Although it's possible that people who were sick could be on a bus, fine. They go home. The healthy do not. But that's not what we're doing in today's culture. So this poor kid can't even go to school for 10 days, loses out on all the activities, loses out on going to school, perfectly healthy child, not even allowed to have a test to submit to the dictates of the bureaucrats in education to make that decision. This is what's going on with COVID right now. Out of control. Completely ridiculous. And by the way, you might say, well, they're not listening to the science, Scott. They should get vaccinated. Just laid this whole thing out for you. Vaccinated or getting COVID. But it's not because of the stupidness of listening to the conspiracy theories people aren't getting vaccinated. It might be because they're listening to the Democrats who said they wouldn't get vaccinated. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. That was Cuomo. Okay. The rest of these are Biden and Cuomo and others. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. Let's just say there is a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? We will that was it. Biden. Who's going to take the shot? Well, everyone you mandate, sir. <laughs> that's who's going to take it. There's nothing wrong. Look, the shot is fine. People are definitely impacted better because of the shot. The vaccine is great. Take the vaccine if you want to. You believe in it. You want to get health. You want to protect yourself, and you believe in the vaccine, take it. But here we are, Democrats telling them not to. You really think it's a Republican thing? Or do you think people are making decisions on their own based upon what they know? No adults are making scientific decisions. One of the reasons is we have masks in school. That's one evidence that we're not using science to dictate any of this. But of the 2,231 students that are quarantined in Chesterfield County Public Schools, Why is that a headline? Here's a stat for you. If you're under the age of 29, 
And by the way, you can see this at theleebrothers.com. If you're under the age of 29, the survival rate is 99.96%. It's greater if you're under 18. Every single high school, elementary school, and the county of public schools in Richmond has a 99.994% survival rate. What are we doing? What are we doing? What, here's the question for every bureaucrat, educator, leftist, Democrat. It's a very simple question. What does the survival rate have to be for us to get back to normal? I, I just want to know. Those stats are obvious that LeeBrothers.com, go there, click on it. It's plain as day. If you're 29 years or younger, it's a 99.96%. You have a better chance of drowning in a swimming pool than dying from COVID. We ought to ban swimming pools. What are we doing with COVID? The majority of children in quarantine in Chesterfield County, 1,250 are elementary school and pre-kindergartens. Which, by the way, the survival rate for that is outrageously high. We are shutting down the healthy for essentially what now is not pandemic levels at all. This is not a pandemic. The stats say it's not a pandemic. So what are we doing? Why will we take healthy girls on a bus in high school and say they can't go to school and, in fact, impact their education? Why would we do that? Because it's not about that. It's about power. It's about control. You want another example? American Airlines kicked off a two-year-old for not wearing a mask on a flight this week. The mask enforcer, you know, the police at the gate and the flight attendant, the flight attendant walked by and said, hey, your two-year-old, two-year-old folks, two, is not wearing a mask, needs to put the mask on. Well, it turns out the child was going through an asthmatic experience, a two-year-old, and the mask wasn't kept on, and the flight attendant who's wielding some power and can do whatever the flight attendant wants went and told the captain they turned the plane around went back and landed so they could kick the two-year-old off the flight with the mother and grandmother that happened last monday in american flight 1284 we've lost our mind there's no sanity anymore what happened to thinkers in america is if you're scared to death of COVID, and by the way, based upon the news stories and Democrats, you should never go outside your house again. But it is not at pandemic. The, the stats just do not support it. So we are destroying families, making two-year-olds wear masks that have asthma for, for what? It's really, it's really sad where we are. Speaking of sad where we are, uh, teachers, Virginia Deck teacher says you're too white and apologize. A Blacksburg, Virginia teacher says uh, punishment and behavioral punishment in schools is white supremacy. That in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo 5 Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. 
I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypillstogo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypillstogo.com. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Mypills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. Exit. Exit fast. Exit now. If you have your kids in the public education system and you're not on top of the game every single day, get them out right now. If you don't have control over what your kids are being taught, or at least trying to be the, uh, the, the, the wall against it, get them out now. California teacher hangs F the police, F America posters in her classroom. Oregon teacher removes the American flag from the classroom, says it stands for violence, menace, and intolerance. A Virginia Tech professor apologizes for being white, straight, cisgender female. A Blacksburg teacher calls school disciplinary system white supremacy. In a, vi- in a video. Why are all the teachers seem to be so radical, out of control leftists? Not just liberal, but I mean stupid leftists. Whacked liberal. You know, liberal, you can, you can deal with liberal in some cases. But when pure socialist, communist leftism that hates America and wants to get rid of the police and thinks everything's racist and wants to... That is not negotiable. How are these people in teaching positions in our country? Blacksburg teacher. Now, this is a high school in Blacksburg, Virginia. Anything about it's out in the far west part of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Had a video that went viral. hate that. Said the... the, uh, Positive behavior interventions and supports are white supremacy with a hug. Here is the teacher. Now, the teacher is going to use PBIS. That stands for Positive Behavioral Intervention Support. In other words, trying to teach kids how to behave. I made a comment on one of Miss April's recent videos about PBIS in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy. Supremacy with the hug, and, and so hey, wait, wait, what is it? BIS is white supremacy with the hug. That's so cute. It's white supremacy with a hug. So making people behave in school is white supremacy with a hug. This is a smart teacher. I wish this teacher would teach my kids. A PBIS in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy with the hug, and a you got to say it like that, more- right? You got to say it with a hug. You got to say it with a little flair like that. You say it with a flair like that, it's definitely liberal and has more impact for those listening. You know, if you say it's white supremacy with a hug, 
you say it like that, it really, it, it, it's, it's double the whammy, right? Let's hear that again. White supremacy with the hug. Oh, with a hug. With the hug. And oh, with a hug. Supremacy with the hug. Mm, and so a cute. lot of y'all wanted to know more about that. So here we go. So if PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's the- Yeah, you got to ask what positive behaviors you are. I mean, common sense kind of dictates what positive behaviors are. Um, but we have to define what they are. You know, the old days we used to say, hey, kids, uh, behave. And if you don't, you'll be punished. Today's different because what are behaviors? What are the good and bad behaviors? So this teacher who's brilliant, as you can tell because of the word hug, um, is a teacher in Blacksburg High School and in Virginia and continues. Okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're- Positive behaviors. I like the little flair. Okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And Behaviors. And it's- it's, it's, it's the flair that counts. What are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. What? Yeah. Well, what? You mean other cultures don't do that? Why, why would that be labeled a color of your skin? So behavior in class is a white thing? How did this ever happen? Who are these people? And how is this a teacher? Why is a school board, the principal, like going, you're out of here. You are a freak ab- above all freaks. The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in with many cultures. So not- if we're positively enforcing these behaviors, we are, by extension, positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is the definition of white supremacy. It, it's almost ignorant. It is ignorant. This is so dumb. Um, you know you know why it's dumb? I mean, everyone can see that it's dumb. There's nobody listening thinking that's brilliance, that's perfect. Uh, correct behavior is about whiteness. So doesn't anyone ever ask the other side of that? So if this is white behavior or white supremacy behavior, is there black behavior? Is there a black cultural behavior system we should be enforcing? What does that look like? No one ever asked that question. Oh, this is white supremacy behavior. I got it because it enhances white supremacy to behave in school. But what's the other side of it? I'm sure this teacher has a view of that, right? Because if the teacher doesn't want to practice positive behavior in school because it's white, then let's practice the black behavior. What does that look like? I mean, you have to define that. Here's what I like. Not everyone like, not everyone's in for this. Of course, not everyone is. This one teacher is in a small group, and somehow uh, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok has made teachers like this somehow famous and empowered. It used to be they were mocked, made fun of, laughed in the minority because most people knew it was stupid. Now you have a media on their side, the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, Terry McAuliffe, and he feels empowered. Except there's one lady here who says otherwise, quote, I'm a black teacher. Any notion that behaving and following directions are inherently white traits disgusts me. It highlights the bigotry of low expectations that permeates the education system. Black and brown students are capable and should not be held to separate standards, unquote. Hmm. We should not have to say those things. 
Now we got to tell a teacher who is hired to teach your kids in high school that it's no such thing as white and black behavioral traits? And if there are, what are the black ones? That's Blacksburg and actually what you would think would be middle America. This isn't Alexandria, Virginia. This isn't in Fairfax. This isn't out in uh, the D.C. area. Virginia Tech professor apologized for being white, straight, cisgender female in a syllabus she sent out to her students. She teaches human development and family science. Get your kids out of that class if they're in it. She said it's the uh, innate ability of white people. Here's what she said in her syllabus. I'm a Caucasian cisgender female. By the way, this cisgender, whatever gender, is such garbage. Just, you're a female, right? Okay, great. And the first-generation college student from Appalachia who was a Scottish-British and New Origin heritage. Wow, that covers everything. I am so glad that's how we identify now. We identify with all those things. Caucasian, cisgender, just Scottish-British, Norwegian heritage. Okay. On her syllabus for her students, who most students should say, I don't care. I'm married to a cisgender male. We are a middle class. Why I did not ask for the many privileges in my life, I have benefited from them and will continue to benefit from them whether I like it or not. This is an injustice. I am and will continue to work on daily bias to be anti-racist and confront the innate racism within myself that is a reality and history of white people. Professor at Virginia Tech. What's it cost to go to Virginia Tech for your kids to hear this dribble and crap? Guilty because you're white. You're going to fight your anti-racist because you're a racist. Well, if I was the president of that university, I would say you're a racist and get the heck out. Get out of, this, get out of my school, you racist. Self-proclaimed racist. You don't like black people or you didn't know you didn't like black people until you realized you're a white. That is insane. They still have their whiteness. They still have their whiteness. Oh, how Oprah was so true. Oregon teacher removes American flag from the classroom. Says it stands for violence, menace, and tolerance. You know where this came from? They got rid of the Black Lives Matter LGBT flags out of the classroom. This teacher didn't like that. Those flags are great. The American flag is inherently racist and violent. It must be removed too. And a Californian teacher says, F the police. After the entire statement on the wall talks about how the police are awful. You worried about the public schools? Now you know why we had the people in the first segment or the first hour have no information about the Constitution on this Constitutional Day weekend. Don't throw up. Is there hope? No, there's not. It's forsaken. <laughs> oh, Scott Lee. LeeBrothers.com and LeeBrothers.com. Mojo Five O, Live free. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. 
Try it today. The original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all the reading. The Lee Brothers. There is hope. God is on the move. He is on the move. Have total hope. God is sovereign over the affairs of men and nations. Although it looks dark and without hope, there truly is. But that hope is found in the actions of his people. Don't get dull. Don't get down. Get grounded. Stand firm. And no longer remain silent. Because... The reason this evil is allowed to prevail is because good men are doing nothing. We're sitting back. We're watching the whole thing, and we're not even participating. As long as we have enough money for our six-pack on the weekend, and Netflix is on, who cares, Scott Lee? I say care. We are about changing hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty. We do that here every single week. We'd like like you to join us. Find us at mojo50.com, the new radio home of the Lee Brothers, broadcasting on Saturdays, as you know, from 11 to 1. More about us, leebrothers.com is there, leebrothers.com. If you prefer liberty to tyranny, then by all means, join us next week. And I want to honor a Lee Brother bumper sticker. You can send us an email, patriots at theleebrothers.com. This is not about freedom or personal choice. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.